VT Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, Mustard. We have another guest in the house, Podcast Daddy, otherwise Baby. And today's episode is brought to you by Eminem's Rap Academy. Learn to make a lasting career in music without using the N-word. Use the code Fuck Mumble Rap for a free trial. That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> All right. Didn't expect it that early, but okay. <laughs> hey, the check cleared. That's all I care about. <laughs> I think the stream died. Um, no, we're still here. Oh, we're having trouble streaming to Twitch. This may be an issue on Twitch's end. It might. Oh, yeah. Look, hold on. It probably is. There we go. We're back. We're back. We're back. Let's say. We're all back. Right, we're back. We're, we're back. back. What the hell happened there? That welcome was weird. Back, welcome back. Welcome I'm back. I'm, I'm glad I'm keeping like a, a, a close eye on it on the other monitor here. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we're back, Miss Faith. Apparently, Twitch is having some issues today. Uh, I did nobody's streaming right now. Like nobody. Nobody. It might nobody. be. Might be issues. Yeah. Nobody's streaming. But we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep recording. Uh, this episode is gonna. We still have audio. Uh, we we missed the whole intro. That's all right. Uh, so uh, it has been a busy week. But honestly, it's been one of those weeks where we have so much shit to do. Especially me with a new computer that media hasn't been really on the highest level. So let's go ahead and do the wrap up. We'll start with you, Gibby. What have you been watching? What have you been playing, consuming this week? Well. First of all, I tried watching the uh, He-Man re- pardon me, Masters of the Universe. I tried right. watching that. I watched one single episode. I couldn't do it. Why did you I tread even... so lightly on that? You're like you were gonna get flamed or something. <laughs> no, no, it was. It, I tried building a joke, but my delivery was off. Oh yeah, it basically it, is He-Man the movie. That's my point. It's a He-Man yeah. reboot, but they just kind of like, oh, we don't want to call it that, so let's kind of just back up a little bit. Well, the, yeah, the original right. show was called Masters of the Universe. It wasn't yeah, it was. changed till He-Man till much later. Way later. Yeah. And, and then, then you had the uh, step and I get real our no, brother had no. never seen that, and we showed it to him, and he was like, his mind was blown for like ten no, minutes. He, he had the fucking, um, the fucking <laughs> dial-up noise going on the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Just so what else? Go ahead. Screen. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, what else happened there, Gibby? I just wasn't a fan, and then Nintendo decided to throw all three Dragon Quest games up for sale all at one time. So I have been playing Dragon Quest like no other. Nice, because Dragon Quest is cool. Because seven-year-old me remembers a part in that game where I just got my ass spanked like a child that just broke a window. And I am trying to subconsciously remember where that part is. So when I get there and I finally beat it, I can just straight yeet my switch into the wall and I'm Be done. done with it. I have, a, yeah. you don't, I have accomplished you don't forget, every... You don't forget places like that in video games. No. You'll, you'll no. get there and you'll be like, fuck. <laughs> you'll yeah, you'll, like, you'll get damn, there. I know what's coming. You'll get there and you'll be like, I'm a new level, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, Sunny Mr. Black says, I've never seen any of it, but Paul Mattingly on ICS gave it an awesome review, so I was going to watch it. It's a trash fire. Uh, Honestly, if you're you're a fan of He-Man and Masters of the Universe, you're going to love it. Like if you grew up with it, you're gonna love it. If if you didn't grow up with it or you don't have no idea what the concept of it is, you're gonna hate it. 
It's just it's just like Shira. Like like if you don't know what Shira is, like so many people were like, oh, it's a positive female. No, it's like no, it's not. Is she she exists in a world where everybody's built like a guy like the Hulk? <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm I'm not, I'm not kidding you. This was an actual complaint that was floated around the internet. Was that Shira was too buff? Yeah. Let that sit for a second. Let that sit. Shira was too buff. She was. She is literally the yin to the yang. Kind of like Stargate. Yeah. Don't know, if you don't know what it is, the movies are like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, we, we recommend you watch it. That? I don't what? know. Well, mustard mustard doesn't like buff girls. Well, hmm. I mean, it's a preference, but I mean, on a show, what the hell does it matter? It's not real. It's fiction. I, I know, right? I know, like, and that's kind of what uh, that's kind of what the whole thing was about. Like, but anyways, keep going. Give you what else? What else that? Oh, that's about it. I've just I've been putting I, hours I into Dragon Quest. That's all it's been. Nice, like dude. plugging so much oh, okay. time, and I'm trying to get to that part, and I think it's the third one, but I want to play in order. That's why trying to play the Legend of Zelda right now is irritating me. What? Oh god! What have you been up to? Uh, mm. I don't know, man. Why I am? Yes, I am. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I've just been playing uh, with you mostly, like playing a lot of Stardew Valley. Yeah, playing like ridiculous amount of Stardew Valley with my girlfriend. Like, we love that game. I love that game. It's amazing. That game. That game is like my happy place. Like, you know, all the frustration. <laughs> I was telling you this, right? You know, like, you know, like all that frustration you get from first-person shooters and then like strategy games where you're just like, dude, like this game is fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Like when you get to that point in your head. Yeah. Stardew Valley just takes that all the way, man. Like, I don't know. It's such a peaceful little game. I don't know, dude. I can't. You make it I, sound like a drug, dude. Dude, I can't fucking describe it. Like, it's just perfect. Like, I don't know. It's I hit like that a, Stardew Valley and everything It's like an endless right. game. It's an endless game. It's crazy. You can do so much shit in it that it's like, it never really ends. Like, yeah, yeah it basically is a drug. It really is. <laughs> um, let's see, what else have I been watching? Well, I'm just, I'm watching a bunch of snake shit, like always. Like a bunch of uh, reptile stuff. I miss Steve Irwin. I do. Like too. I, I really miss him. I really miss like learning about animals and shit the way I used to when I was a kid. I think. Uh, I think now that you've delved, now, now that you're a little bit older and you've delved more into the idea of education, uh, with uh, with this kind of thing, I, I I think you're starting to appreciate where I was when when Steve O died. Because I I I Maybe. really 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 looked up to Steve Irwin like like I am not I am not a celebrity worshiper you know this like I am not one of those guys that's like oh my god fucking you know so and so like no I'm like fuck that I don't care but like when Steve Irwin passed away like I felt that in my heart like I was like we just lost we just lost some sunshine in this world it literally is a little bit darker now. Mm-hmm. And, and I think now that now that you're older and you're taking more of a scientific interest in these kind of things, uh, I think you're starting to feel like where I was, like when he passed. Hmm. So Mr. Black says, watch Dancing with Birds. It's fucking perfect. Narrated by the incomparable Stephen Fry. Steve Irwin and Anthony Bourdain both fucked me. Bro, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna need to finish that sentence because that just makes you sound like a groupie. <laughs> 
God damn him, Sonny Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Faith says, is that about birds? Damn lucky that he got fucked by <laughs> yeah. Steve Irwin and Anthony I mean... Lucky? <laughs> the <dads>. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it, bro. Finish that sentence. Add the up to the end of it. God damn. <laughs> Can't op- you can't be opening the door like that without inspecting it. The fucking- <laughs> Let the dogs out. God damn it. Uh- <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been watching a lot of like uh, interesting animal videos and stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's been a chill week, dude. I've been chilling. Like yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's it's been a it's been a it's been one of those weeks. Uh, Mr. Black says that uh, honestly, I would do that for the story. I mean, it seemed like you did for a minute there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been playing. I've been playing Enlisted. I've been playing. What what, what do we try to play? Splitgate. We tried to play Splitgate, but oh, Splitgate right now Splitgate, is dude. just a nuclear bomb of controversy, and not and not bad controversy. Let's not get that twisted. It's not a bad controversy. Uh, I did pick the Division Two back up because I love that game. And uh, you want to tell everybody what you found? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's talk about it. Honestly, like, so I I am a, I I've always been a proponent of consoles because I didn't like PCs and I haven't liked PCs. I still don't like the PC market or PC elitist. However, there, there are some things that do get done on PCs that do not get done on consoles. There are little details in the division two that are amazing. Like stuff you would never notice unless you, unless you were sitting like literally a foot away from a monitor <laughs> uh, with, with everything set to ultra and turned up all the way with ray tracing and everything. So one of, one of the things happens is that when it, when it, when it rains in the division, your character does this to protect their neck and back from the rain. And I was, and I was yeah, kind of cool. making, and I was making the joke to mustard. I was like, ah, it looks like my guy's hunching in from the rain. And then we walked inside in the game, and uh, yeah, he goes, he, he does this. And I was just like, he was hunching against the ring. That's fucking neat. And then we started running around and, and murdering people. <laughs> in game? We, in game. And I was just I was just looking at all the buildings and all the ray tracing, and I was just like, look how fucking beautiful this is. I was like, look how beautiful this game is. How could you hate this game? Mustard's like, I still fucking hate it. I do. I'm like, okay, it's beautiful though, like like comparable to like the comparable to like Destiny, which Mustard likes to do all the time. The Division is just more beautiful. Like you can't you can't say that it's not Mustard. Well, considering all the landscapes in Destiny are fake, everything in the Division is based off of like a warped Washington version of DC. DC. Fucking DC, yeah. So, like, but, like, the building structures... I'm sorry, Sonny, Mr. Yeah. Black. I fucking hate that game, dude. Like, uh, it's 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 Destiny with a mustache. <laughs> and, and you know what? That mustache makes it porn-worthy, so I don't know what to tell you. I was... I was yeah, and Destiny's looting system versus the Division's looting system is just, like, same thing. <laughs> it's the same shit. No. No, it is not. No, it is fucking not. It is not the same thing at all. Like, uh... Like oh, oh like how many times did I get a uh, like a really good grimoire and we went back to go like decode it or whatever and it's supposed to be a certain color and then there was I was like oh cool I got a blue one and then we go to the guy to decode it and the guy's just like hey green and I'm yeah like, they f- they fixed that though 
Well, too fucking little, too fucking late, bro. <laughs> they fixed it in post. <laughs> they fixed it in post, exactly. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Ugh, that was annoying as fuck. But yeah, PC PC does have a lot of like graphical differences than console. It just does. Like, there's a lot of things. If you play hours and hours of a console game, you're going to notice different things in the PC game. Like, for example, Bioshock. The details in Bioshock are far better on PC than they are on console. They are. Mm-hmm. It's just something I, I noticed. I how, yeah, I will 100% agree with you on that one. Walking around like, holy shit. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, and, and, and I'll admit it. And I'll admit it because Bioshock was literally designed for PCs. Like, it was, it was. literally designed for PCs. They brought it to the Xbox because Microsoft brought out their wallet and was like... <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but, dude, they, they got mm-hmm. such a big cash out for that. It is. <laughs> and Bioshock was just like fine. <laughs> like and then like and then like Sony comes along and I was Sony, say, like, Sony I love that love the same shit. <laughs> Sony Sony sounds like Sony sounds like they're like the little brother of of like Xbox. Hey, hey, me too, man. Hey, me too. I got I got money. Come on, bro, me too. <laughs> and like the Bioshock was just like Sure. For the players, you know, like for the players, we're taking this one. This is this is half of what Xbox gave us, and Plus Sony's like, but you'll sell more. It's not how this works. And, and then the, the and then the game's like ten years old by that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, it was it was just it was just ridiculous. But anyways, it's still a beautiful gem. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Dude, I got I got a tattoo of it. I have ever played. Yeah, I got a tattoo of it, so I mean, whatever. But uh, with all that said and done, we do have some stuff to talk about. We do have uh, uh, where where the fuck did that story go? Uh, hold on a sec, we're missing a story. Oh no, the story, the story. story. Uh, Gibby, send me the send me that Scarlett Johansson thing again in the Discord, please, if you I could. Go, I gotta go back to Twitter. Give me. Oh, I, oh shit! When did I share that? Because I think I made a snide remark about it too, and that was just yeah, from the title. Days ago, yeah, it was a couple of days ago. Because uh, something, because if I send something for the show, I never read it, so I can have like a uh, uh, an honest response. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go Mr. ahead and just Mr. Black. If we Google Disney lawsuit, we'll be here for hours. Let's. <laughs> I learned my lesson, all right? <laughs> yeah. He, he, fucking, he Googles like such a fucking boomer, dude. He like, uh, he, like types out everything he needs like in a sentence. And, like, you know, just, you just need the keywords, my guy. <laughs> all right. Who do, you, uh, who, who do we trust here? CNBC, NBC, CBS, New York Anybody Post. Anybody but Kotaku. Anybody but Kotaku. Anybody but Kotaku. I, I agree with that. All right. So then let's go with... Let's go with... B- oh, what did I see? BBC. Oh. <laughs> is that kind of Google search? Sorry, wrong, wrong tab. Wrong tab. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, there we go. That was the wrong tab. Will you shut the fuck up? Whatever. <laughs> Where do I find Great BBC? Story. I can send you to a couple places. <laughs> I know of a few places. Don't worry. Um, let's go ahead and just fucking start the show. <laughs> God damn it. So, um, 
Uh, Disney lawsuit over releasing conditions said Mr. Black. Yeah, yeah, we we have. Oh, thank you. A little bit late there. Uh, we we have we found a story. Um, we love BBC. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> That's why she plays Dream Daddy so much. I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, look, so we we covered this and we talked a lot about this um, with with DJ on and the idea that this kind of shit just pisses me off. Like if you're not going to give us a new fucking game in the franchise, uh, don't gauge interest in the game. Or if there's another chapter doing the game by remaking it, I think that's bullshit. But like, yeah, what the point, what's the fucking point of re it's a reboot, right? Yeah. And no, no, it's just a remake. It's not even a reboot. I've heard that it was like, it had like new story aspects or whatever. Just like I told that was what I sent you was that they're going to add new content to it. Yeah. Which I mean, they do cool. Let's take a look here. Um, Mustard, go ahead. EA just announced Dead Space remake leads us to discuss whether or not EA has turned the corner and started to re-earn gamers' trust. Plus, our impressions of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay, nobody cares about that. Okay. Subscribe to any of your favorite podcast. Nope. Mm-mm. For us, okay. Scroll down. Scrolling down. That's it. This is it. That, that's oh. it. That, that. Thanks, DJ. Literally, that was literally a five fucking sentences of what the actual title of the fucking thing was. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. Hold on. I want you, I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Go down. Look. It ends. Gamers trust. Go up. Gamers trust. That first sentence. It's one sentence. That's it's where it ends. Sentence. That's where that's where it ends. Ooh. That's that's the, that's the article, guys. I'm yelling at DJ for that one. I'm yelling at DJ <laughs> we for the report this. We should report this fucking article. I'm not even lying, dude. That's that's kind of that's kind of infuriating. Oh, I say what the fuck was that, dude? Like uh, uh oh. okay. Well, we should actually look that up because I want to talk about it. What the remake? Yeah. I want to. I right. want to learn about it. I want to talk about it because that's, that's one of my favorites. Dead, like D D. <laughs> I forgot to turn off the camera. Shut the fuck up. How about that? <laughs> dead space. <laughs> it's dead. It's fucking dead. Here we go. And everything you need to know. Here we go. There we go. Proper fucking article. Zoom in, my guy. Zooming in. All right. First rumored in early 2021, EA officially announced a Dead Space remake during EA Play Live 2021. Okay, that's great. This isn't going to be a one-to-one recreation of the original game, but fans of the iconic horror franchise should be hopeful given what we've seen so far. The original is an absolutely beloved game, and there's a chance this remake could end up being one of the best Xbox games available. See, it's yeah. it's not it's not going to be a one-to-one. No. Oh, okay, so let's take a look. Uh, Sunny Mr. Black says, I also called a reboot. Heard that too. They added some shit in. Um, his face says, good job, IGN. Go back to donuts. Yeah, there was donuts in there. All right. So did you read uh, the original Dead Space was here? No, I didn't, but it's just... What yeah. is the Dead Space remake? Here we go. Go ahead. You, you're, your turn to read now. The Dead Space remake is a retelling of the original Dead Space, which was released in 2008 for the Xbox 360, PS3, and PC. Uh, This third-person survival horror game takes place in the year 2508 and stars engineer Isaac Clark, who was part of the crew. My boy. (laughs) Who was part of the crew assigned to help get the USG Ishimura up and running again. Clark is also working to find his girlfriend, Nicole. Spoilers. Uh, 
No, nope. <laughs> on the on the Ishimura, Shut Clark up. encounters the horrific threat of the necromorphs, infected corpses, mutilated, uh, mutated into monsters that can only be killed by cutting them into pieces. I mean, it's not the only way to kill them, but it's the most effective. It's the it's the easiest. Yeah, well, uh, shoot off their arms and legs. Yeah, because decapitating fucking... doesn't do anything. While Dead Space, Dead Space 2, and Dead Space 3 were all developed by Visceral Games, that studio closed in 2017. Yes, it did. Uh, some yeah. of the original team, including the studio's co-founder, Glenn Schofield, are working on the spiritual successor called the Callisto Protocol, which is set in the PUBG universe. What? Uh, excuse what? me? The, in... pub, the PUBG universe? There's yeah, a I universe don't... to PUBG? What the fuck? Uh, okay. I'm looking that up in my spare time. Uh, okay. Uh, Miss Faith says the key word here is retelling. I mean, well, the, the, they use retelling to just say that we added 10 minutes of extra footage. Uh, this remake is being developed by Motus Studios, a studio at EA that has worked in a support capacity on numerous games and also developed the 2020 dogfighting game Squadrons. Hmm. So that's going to be interesting. Those guys are really good. I need an ad block for this fucking browser. This is ridiculous. Yeah, you, do, you really do. Uh, the Dead Sp- Humble. Go ahead, Mustard. Read that one. That's a quote. No, Gibby's trying to read. Gibby uh, can't read. He's from Michigan. Get Oh, don't even start with me on that one, sir. I can read. Thank you. Not above a third grade level, but I can read. Okay, am I reading this big ass quote right, right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the quote. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. The Dead Space franchise made a huge impact on the survival horror game when it was released 12 years ago. And I, and I came to Motive as a fan first to specifically work on this game, said Philip DeCherm. DeCherm. Senior producer. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I could pronounce it is DeCherm, senior producer of Dead Space. We have a passionate team at Motive who are approaching this remake as a love letter to the franchise. Going back to the original and having the opportunity to do so on next gen consoles excited everyone on the team. As we look to modernize the game, we reached out to dedicated fans and invited them to provide us with feedback since the early stages of production to deliver the Dead Space game they want and for new players to enjoy as well. Because hmm. you gotta okay. admit, the, fir- the first one's the first one's a little foggy. It's 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 got its <laughs> moments where it doesn't really. What, what I don't like about Dead Space, and this is in all three of them, what I don't like about about Dead Space is that they beat around the fucking bush. They do. They they don't directly tell you what fucking happened ever. No, no, it's Ever. all done. It's all done within context of cutscenes. Yeah, and it's not even the cutscene; it's a context of the cutscene. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have to fly around this one part because there's something here. Okay, what's here, and how did it get there? So we're gonna fly around it. <laughs> no, what, what sucks is like just this, the pacing of the game is a little whack too. Like, it. it well, I mean, so I like, don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, like, the game's been out for ten years, so. I mean, so like the the pacing itself is kind of supposed to put you off off kilter. You know what I mean? You're always supposed to be on your heels <laughs> with it. But the problem is, is that it never does it successfully. Like, you know what I mean? Like every time something feels wonky in that game, it's about to get wonky. It's yeah. never it's never like Resident Evil where you're going down the stairs with Jill Valentine and fucking, uh, you know, Nemesis burst through the wall. It's never that kind of surprise. It's always like, oh. Oh, it's getting weird. The thing, the thing about Dead Space, it's though, is it, it always feels like that. The whole game. 
the whole yeah, so you never, like, down you never have a sense of relaxation hallway, you're up with your fucking plasma cutter because you're just like shaking and shit you know like all right what the f- <laughs> Straight you never up. have a moment That's... of like relaxation that entire no, game no I know, I know it's coming i just yeah, like, dude. hate it and then, like the game like does bullshit like a burst pipe <laughs> You're like, ah! oh, oh god! <laughs> you know, <straight> <laughs> like, if that was a real world like simulation and it reacted to everything that happened in the game, imagine all the holes in the hole from those players freaking out. You know, <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> you got Then you play on the hard difficulty, and you have like minimum amount of ammo. So you're just like, I know I'm gonna shit myself. I don't want to waste this ammo, but it's yeah, gonna dude. happen. But like, the, the storyline, though, it's like, oh, your girlfriend, oh, she's she's you know, <laughs> she's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, like, she oh, she is there. You're but crazy. She's not there. You're in a fucking interrogation room <laughs> now. Now we're flying around. Okay, and then oh, Isaac, you made the marker. Oh, what did the marker do? Stuff <laughs> and things. It doesn't really Isaac, it, you does. made the marker. How did I make the marker? Well, you made it. You and somebody else <laughs> did. This other guy. Now, now we're putting you all together. Like, who's this other guy? Well, he also made it. Dude, like, it's like, it's like, yeah, it, the pacing of the game, like the pacing of the story, is like kind of whoa, whoa, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and mean. <laughs> And they took huge breaks in the game to give you these massive cinematics that actually that absolutely added nothing to the story. You know what I mean? Like that, like the whole the whole sequence I was literally talking about, where you fly around the middle. What was the point of that? It takes up what seven minutes of the whole game, yep. like seven to ten minutes, and, and you're just sitting here like, "Cool, the fuck did I accomplish?" Yeah, like the marker is like is like tethered to some like ultra being in the universe that like basically attracted all of the necromorphs and like made the meteor hit your ship and infect your crew and uh, it's just like <laughs> yeah dude i'm like what do you what check do it you out mean? nothing but crew cabin <laughs> <laughs> going for that top thingy on the top there hold on <laughs> <laughs> like in Starship Troopers, dude. Yeah, yeah. Power yeah. gets it. Kunk. Oh. oh. Fuck. A little off the top. <laughs> shaved it. Shaved it. Just, just imagine. Just imagine walking up to the window moments before that bitch just hits the ship. When you're just, when you're just like, <sighs> last your last word is you're sucked into the vacuum of space. Yep. <laughs> So, so Dead Space, Dead Space could use some retelling, is all I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of retelling, yeah. It could use uh, some so, retelling. So it says your Moda Studios has talked extensively about treating this remake with care and respect. And there are even more staff who worked on the original Dead Space trilogy, such as art director Mike Yezian, uh, who was part of the team on the 2011 title Dead Space 2. I actually found my old notebooks from Dead Space 2, Yezian said. Uh, so that really comes in handy seeing all the notes from the sequel. Everything and everything the everything the visceral team had shared with us, we were making the game with them. That's cool. But, uh, we've got as, concept as art. We were making the game with them. As oh, we as we were making the game. I guess yeah. I missed that part. Uh, visual guidelines, source materials, notes on the conversations we had with them, the knowledge that they gained. It's all here. It's all going into this game. Cool. Good. That's good. good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I have a trailer. I, I for let's, do, let's do the trailer. Let's do the trailer. Watch the trailer. There's no, there's no audio. I don't see the point. 
What happened? I thought you figured that out. I did, but I can only share audio from literally one tab at a time. Uh, so open so, a new browser then. Like open another this, browser. This is a whole new browser. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is like literally open another window of Chrome. No, I can only share one tab at a time. So like, so like, if I okay, hold on, watch. If yeah. I was gonna do this, let's let's do this. Watch. Um, bring it back over here. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody has well, to. Hello, up close and personal. How hey you guys, doing? how you doing? How's yeah. everybody doing? <laughs> Having a good Sunday. You enjoy oh, it with your pals. You watching some football? Streamyard. Uh, nope. Hold on a sec. You all right? I, I, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Just give Stream, me a minute here. Game is okay. We're good. Uh, yeah, but Dead right. Space Two had a great soundtrack, and Dead Space Two told the story great. I yeah, just I wish the, was the fucking cliffhanger at the end never happened. Uh, well, <laughs> the cliffhanger because, that was never answered. No, because no, it answered in Dead Space Three. But the thing is, though, like. Isaac and, and Ellie should have just flown off and then been okay. Like, that should have been it. That should have been the end of the story. This man has been through enough. But no. <laughs> but no. No. They had they mm-hmm. had the fucking sequel bait and then make a shit third game. It's like... Right, like, so if the, the story just here ended, we go. If this just ended at two, it would have been perfect. Fuck. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to watch this trailer. I'm excited. They read it. Yes, they did. Send mm-hmm. Mr. Black. Is there any audio? I don't hear any audio. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there is. All right, hang on. I'm sick. But that Why still looks that nice as hell. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, I, I, this, this should be happening. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So let's it wouldn't uh, be a stream without technical difficulties. Nope. Yeah, right. There, you should be able to hear that now. Yeah. Yep. Look at that. Look at the graphical oh, upgrades. I can feel my anus clenching right now. Oh, you hear, you hear those those new screams? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Oh, that was dope. I mean, I'm not scared. I don't know how many of those things I've killed. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, man. Oh, there he is. There's the man. Oh, they did that. They did that so clean. I'm so excited. I'm still going to get it just like I got the Mass Effect trilogy. So that was so that was neat. I'm, 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 like, so now you guys understand that I can do it. I could just do it like one tab at a time. Yeah. So yeah. like it takes a little bit of work. Um, but I mean, did, like there, there was a there was a lot. There was a lot of graphical improvements that I saw. How about you guys? No, definitely. Oh, you could, yeah, you can definitely tell it's made for the next generation of gaming. Look at that! Just look, look at this. Uh, am I, sh- am I sharing it? Yeah, okay, I'm sharing it. So yeah, look, look at the look at the graphical difference from this from the Xbox 360. 
Uh, I actually just played this game not so long ago. I played one and two um, on stream on Mixer <laughs> back then. On Mixer, yeah. Yeah, on Mixer, and uh, I had a, I had a lot of fun. I played on That's console sh- though. That should not be a question. That microtransaction should not even be a question. Well, they started trying to add it, and everybody, everybody in the Dead Space uh, fandom bit back. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a legit question. But um, I still have yet to play the third one on PC. I don't want to play the third one. It's just it goes a little bonkers, you know, with the storyline. Bonkers. It goes pretty bonkers, dude. Yeah, and I'm just—it's kind of like past the point of believability at that point. I'm like, uh, you know. So, let's go ahead and move on from that, though, because yeah. honestly, Dead Space was, does take up a lot nice. of time. Uh, <laughs> Krispy Kreme is selling Xbox donuts. I- I'm fucking pissed because I don't have a Krispy Kreme in my city. <laughs> the nearest one is three hours away. Same. Ah, it's called the Nexus Level. Huh? That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's zoom in here. Xbox uh, Krispy Kreme has created an Xbox donut. The fluffy donut is marketing collab- is marketing collaboration with Microsoft to celebrate 20 years of Xbox. It will be sold at Krispy Kreme stores, cabinets, and online across the UK and Ireland between August August 2nd and August oh. 22nd. It's so not even going to be here in the US, dude. Pissed. Okay, we're all pissed with you. Okay. Oh, now we're all angry. <laughs> I don't think we have one in the state. Joe says, "Hey, Joe, how's it going?" Hey, uh, Joe's here. Not pro Joe. My man. <laughs> Miss Faith is really happy that we went to Donuts and instantly gets disappointed. Like, finally, <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> Miss Faith's like, why only Ireland and the UK? Your guess is as good as ours. Uh, no, the Donuts you. will not come equipped with CPUs, GPUs, or SSDs, Aww. but you might be able to win that type of hardware in the form of an Xbox Series S. As part of this marketing campaign, Krispy Kreme is also giving away Microsoft's latest mini Xbox. You'll need to purchase a dozen of the new Xbox donuts for a chance to win a console. And Krispy Kreme will include a month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate with every dozen bought. Nice. Mustard would buy the dozen not even knowing about it. (laughs) Dude, I'd just be like, what's that? Xbox? Dude, give it to me. (laughs) Here's the card. person in the movie to randomly win it. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah, it would be mustard. He checks he checks the coat like two weeks later. There's a coat. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're all hung you're all hung over in your bed. You just reach over and grab like the box from like your, your covers. You're like, eh. Ah, oh, I'm out of donuts. Hey, there's a coat. There's a coat here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, fucking both. Like, you haven't done it. Like, you haven't woken up in your bed with fucking wrappers or pizza boxes in your bed from being drunk the night before. Oh, I've never dude. said I haven't. Ugh, I don't want to think I'm about laugh- it. <laughs> I'm laughing because of the similarities that I have experienced. <laughs> oh, wait, when we went to go party in Cincinnati, uh, <laughs> Gibby and I, uh, I, I think that was one of the funniest fucking things ever because... Uh, I mustard knows how much I drink. I, it takes a lot for me to get drunk. That's not something I'm proud of, but <laughs> it does take a massive amount of alcohol. So I, I remember like being on my sixth beer, and Gibby was just like, "How are you not dead?" And I'm just like, "Dude, I'm not even started." <laughs> I know, and I'm here. Like I said, I was there with like two beers, and I'm already. I'm feeling. Yeah, he, not he drunk, was already like. Feeling. 
he was leaning on the bar doing that thing. You know what I mean? You're just like, <sighs> so anyways, <laughs> Xbox Donuts. Yeah, go ahead, Mustard. Krispy Kreme is even called a created a playful marketing video featuring a creative director named Christina Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> and the quality assurance guru named Xavier Boxwell. Boxel? Boxel? Boxel. I do I do not believe it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's great. The Verge. That's you know. they, they felt uh, proud about that one when they said I do I do not do not believe it. Like they felt proud when they did that. I love it. A single donut is Near three dollars, or a dozen will be about twenty. Uh, the donuts, of, the donut itself is called the Nexus Level and is dipped in icy and decorated with the Xbox Nexus design. I'm not clicking that video, dude. After the whole talk of BBC and creaming and everything else, I'm just, I'm just, no. Let's just add one more to the list. Yeah, I'm not. Well, l- let's be honest. What I mean, well, I know it's an obvious great. answer. I know it's an obvious answer, but would you guys eat it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. No second yeah. thought. I'd kill that box and then I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this face says, yes, dead joke, BBC moment. Not, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. So, uh, so let's see here. Apparently, this is uh, something from the Gears 5 folks. Uh, the Coalition's Xbox Series X and S Unreal Engine 5 demo is just the tip of the iceberg. The Gears 5 developer elaborates on Unreal Engine 5's Xbox-centric advantages. Oh, so they're making a new Gears. Confirmed? Don't think so. Damn. Hmm. Earlier this week, the Coalition released two tech demo videos of its own test with Unreal Engine 5 to stunning results. However, the Gears 5 developer says that we saw the demos was just the tip of the iceberg as the demo does not show how Unreal uh, can take full advantage of the ninth generation consoles. And an email sent to IGN, a representative of the coalition, said that the tech demo shown off on Monday was not fully optimized to take advantage of the Series X and S. The coalition believes that once Unreal 5 is fully optimized, it can, t- it can anticipate any projects it develops using the game engine to achieve something more impressive than what they showcased in the Alpha Point demo. The developer goes on to explain that once new features come to the Series X and S that include improvements to the shader compiler, as well as variable rate shading optimizations into the game engine, it would allow the developer to take better advantage of the hardware when Unreal 5 drops. I mean, so let, let's 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 be straight with something. The 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 new Xboxes are impressive pieces of work. Whether you're a console peasant or a PC elitist, they are impressive for what they are. And seeing seeing stuff that we're seeing with like the PS5 and the Series X, I'm kind of really interested about where they can take some of these old engines and some of these new engines. What do you guys think? Oh, I think they're gonna be able to make such amazing pieces of work with what they're with what they're given that we're gonna see some absolute masterpieces within the next couple of years. Uh, Mustard, this is where you talk and give an opinion. I, I don't know, man. I look at my 3080 and I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, real impressive. Yeah, good job, guys. Hey, let's put it on the fridge. And that you PC, PC master race, fuck, yeah, like <laughs> that just shine that shine through like a I, fucking like, diamond. Your, 
Yeah, you're part of a fucking podcast, and oh, I still play console, guys. But I'm also gonna look at my 3080 and shit all over consoles, guys. Fuck you, prick. <laughs> yep. Look, even your own know. fucking girlfriend says mustard. That was cringe. Uh, Miss Faith says, "Hey, you know what? That's like I said. Wait, wait, what? What? Let's pin, it, let's pin it up on the fridge." Not based at all. Get him out. I'm a fucking bout to you. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> yeah. Get out. <laughs> all right. Well, Gibby, you want to help me read this since fuck mustard? Since I can't read this, it's, it's in a language I don't understand. Yeah. Gamer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with, with upcoming series. Xbox Series X shader compiler improvements, adopting faster render target formats, and more usage of async compute and ray tracing to use our extra GPU power. We expect higher performance and quality through better throughput and utilization of the hardware, a coalition representative told IGN. We also have yet to add hardware variable rate shading optimizations, which we demonstrated benefits through VRS and Gears 5 on XSXS that are not yet in the... I love that game. Unreal Engine 5, but the coalition plans to work with Epic to add. These Xbox-specific advantages are on top of cross-platform optimizations we expect from Epic on the road to UE5 official release next year. That was a lot of good words. I can smell the smoke coming from your ears there, Gibby. It kind of hurt because I was like, you cannot fuck this reading up. And that entire time I was focused more on like every single word. You held your breath, oh. right? I heard it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. No, I did that the entire time. But so, I, they have a good sorry, point. Yeah. They have a great point. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. And oh, 380, just ignore that. But they're going to have a lot of cool shit that's going to come. And then Xbox, or not Xbox, uh, PC people are going to be like, well, I have this and this. Okay, cool. Well, now Dude, everybody I've had enjoy that it. for years, bro. I've had yeah. that for years with my $2,000 fucking GPU. But now everybody can enjoy it, you cynical assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gibby. And you know what the worst part is? Gibby is a PC player, and he still sees a benefit in this. So uh, this is really I cool. And I, and I really hope to see more come out from this because I'm really interested in where Unreal Engine 5 is going. Uh, you know, with the PS5 and, and the Xbox and everything else, because we did cover the PS5 tech demo with Unreal 5. And though, uh, though Mustard over here scoffed at it and vomited from having to say console, DJ and I were severely impressed like with what they were able to achieve and what they were able to actually show. So this is going to be really interesting going forward. But <laughs> let's... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the Tokyo thing. Uh, Nintendo reportedly pulled out of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics opening at the last minute. I don't blame them. There's been a lot of controversy surrounding this year. And honestly, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> no, there's it's it's way too much stupid shit going on in the Olympics this year. And it's... yeah. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard about it, but I'll probably ask you off stream. Well, you know... You know, it, it's difficult to read anything that doesn't start with PC. So I understand. <laughs> hey, I love Nintendo, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know that you love PCs. Yeah. So um, this is something that we've been talking about for a while. And uh, 
it kind of strikes it's, it kind of strikes home for for mustard and I and Gibeon. I, I, I don't know where you stand. It might it might well as well for you. Uh, Activision Blizzard has had two thousand plus employees walk out over the conditions in their uh, work environment. Wow, that's awesome. Oh. I mean, good for them, but Hell oh, yeah. that is a giant hit on your production right there, even for a day. Yeah. yeah. So the company behind Call of Duty and World of Warcraft was sued last week by the state of California over alleged violations of state workplace protection. A lot of people, uh, we we uh, well, diverting from that for just a second. Uh, we we did actually read the memo that was put out by Activision Blizzard and both Mustard and I, and I think maybe you were here. Uh, we just said it was performative, that mm-hmm. it was bullshit, that it was uh, that it was all just you know vague language of we'll fix it maybe, uh, and honestly, apparently, we'll fix it. yeah, we'll- apparently our reaction wasn't the only one. Every uh, apparently, a lot of people came out, read what they said, and said the exact same fucking thing that we did. It's performative. It's bullshit. They're not going to do a fucking thing unless something happens, and now something's happening. Uh, females described a frat boy culture. The lawsuit said Activision denies the allegations, saying that they were distorted and in many, ca- in many cases false. On Tuesday, the initial response was deemed tone deaf, which is something we said. Uh, employees protested outside the company's campus in Irvine on Wednesday. Some were pictured holding signs that read uh, Women's Voices Matter and Fight Bad Guys in Game, Fight Bad Guys IRL. Fuck yes. Yes, I agree. I, I I agree. I agree. Like like I'm sorry, dude. If if you, if you deserve to get punched in the face, you get punched in the face. <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I agree. So with that. Mean, especially with especially with something like that has your name on it, and you're gonna act like yeah. that a big ass company. Ooh, yeah, I mean. Miss Blake, Miss Face says, "Good fuck them. That's awesome." Mister Black says, "We also are for what it was. We all did. Yes, we we did, and." uh Mustard and Gibby and I both all 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 of us agree that you know the the statement they put out was complete and utter horseshit. Um, Mr. Black says, "I know a guy who used to be a dev for them, witnessed it firsthand, had friends who were assaulted. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. No, because they, all they're there to do, to do is make money. Mm-hmm. So yes, your paycheck, call it a day." Yep. On social media, a number of gamers said they would not log in to do anything Activision Blizzard during the walkout in solidarity with the employees, which is what we talked about. Uh, Mustard and I said that, you know, you know, these, these kids, they just want the new COD. They don't care about ethics. They don't care about workplace conditions or anything else like that. They're just going to buy the next game. People our age uh, do care. And so that it doesn't matter how much of the fan base we make up. It's those kids that just want the new game that are going to keep funding these companies. So, you know, there's nothing, there's not much we can do otherwise, uh, other than just keep bringing awareness to it. Uh, the allegations against Activision were contained in a legal filing from the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Defair, for short. A two year investigation? Holy shit. Uh, it includes accusations of drunken harassment of female employees by male colleagues or supervisors, a culture of ignoring complaints and retaliation against women who made them, and widespread discrimination against women in areas such as equal pay, promotion, and opportunity. 
Mm. A lawsuit found that women make up only 20% of Activision staff. More than 2,000 employees have signed an open letter calling for an end to the mandatory arbitration and harassment cases. And that is complete and under bullshit, legally speaking. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about arbitration and harassment cases. Does anybody know what this means? It's like they don't care about harassment cases. Yeah, I got nothing on that one. I don't know what that means. Okay, so legally speaking, when somebody brings up any kind of harassment, arbitration means that a third party is going to come in and make peace between the two parties. Somebody who's claiming the assault and somebody who's defending it. Now, mandatory arbitration means that Activision is not going to deal with it and they can hire whatever third party they want to have whatever bias they want to make this case go away. Oh, okay. So, mandatory... Yeah. So that's good that they're calling for an end to that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's scummy as hell. Legally speaking, that's how they cover their dicks. They literally bring in a third party who they've either paid off or is is sympathetic to the company and says, okay, well, we have a harassment case. I need you to talk to her and kind of settle this for us. And so the arbitrator will come in and say, okay, I'm going to ask these questions and we're going to document your answers. And according to what I decide, this case is going to either be moving forward or dismissed. And so Mm -hmm. that's what mandatory arbitration is. Hmm. Welcome to your legal lesson for the day, kids. I'm glad I learned that because that I knew the legal system sucks, but I didn't know it was like that. Okay. Learn something new today, folks. There you go. Improvements in recruiting practices and creation of diverse and equity task force. Uh, That's not going to do much, especially if it's going to be internal. That's not going to do much. Uh, Chief Executive Bobby Kotick said Tuesday that the company will continue to investigate each and every claim of sexism and Activision and will not hesitate to take take decisive action. Mm -hmm. All right. Show of hands. Who believes them? (laughs) Didn't think so. Mm Anyone to have uh, in, anyone found to have impeded in the integrity of our process for evaluating claims and imposing appropriate consequences will be terminated. And here's the here's the trick part. All right, so here's the trick part. Our processes. Nope. Boom. That's why it's mandatory. Oh. Because they can't fire a third party company for dismissing or allowing a lawsuit or a complaint to be dismissed. That's why. See that legal loophole? Mm-hmm. Trash. The more and more you learn, yeah. just trash. Um, Ms. Face says, I'm not sure. A lo- I'm, I'm sure a lot of companies do that, not just Activision. You are correct. A lot of companies do do it. However, they suffer consequences for it. Like uh, Ubisoft and uh, what was that other one, Mustard? That guy, that guy hit with this big time a few years ago. I think, it was, um, I think it was Blizzard, actually. No, no, no. It wasn't Blizzard. I think it was like 2K, wasn't it? 2K got hit with this, really? Something. It was, it was one of those. It was one of the bigger companies, but they got hit with it. Um, Sonny Mr. Black says, also president of universities here in Canada. Don't doubt that. Probably true for you guys, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Montreal's own Ubisoft. Yes, Ubisoft got hit big time with this kind of harassment stuff. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's your legal loophole, kids. The integrity of our process for evaluating claims and imposing appropriate consequences will be terminated. However, they don't have it because it's mandatory arbitration. Boom. 
legal loophole. Mr. Connick added that Activision's games uh, criticized as being sexist will also be removed following complaints from staff and gamers. He said that there will be listening sessions for staff to speak out and share areas of improvement. That oh, that'll go great. That would be a bunch of great ideas. So that's a, that's a, that's a max. That's a masked thing. It, it's a veiled thing. How is it a veiled thing? It's because okay. So if I'm running the company. Right. Yeah, I know. My fucking dogs are going nuts over this. They're all females and they'll hate it. Um, so that's basically just saying we're going to put out a suggestion box. Wrong. This is saying, so we're going to sit you all in a room and whoever complains, we're going to look at them, remember their fucking name. This is literally just a way to take a list of names. That's what it is. If this was anonymous, if it said there was an anonymous listening session, as in, yeah, a suggestion box where nobody's name was identified, nobody's face was identified, it would work. But this is a listening session for staff to speak out and share areas of improvement. All that means is that I can look at my staff and see who's going to bitch. Oh, yeah, shit, I we're, think we're, about it that way. But then you say it, and I'm just like, oh, shit, that is exactly what they're going to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're going to make sure they remember them too. Oh, yep. damn. And uh, once I, I don't like having this knowledge, but I have worked in, and, and this is kind of why our, our podcast is a little bit more unique than others, is that I have worked in these situations before. And I know Mustard has been privy to some information too. I know, I know uh, Gibby has some industrial experience and this is also kind of an issue in that in in that job market where whoever is the squeaky wheel gets the grease isn't always the best solution am i wrong on that mm-hmm. no not wrong whatsoever so you know th- this is this is all just veiled bullshit and this is just uh legal loopholes for them to get what they want and get out of this but they don't think that most people that will so, read this will understand what half of that like them terms mean so when they see all that, they're going to be like, okay, well, they're going to try and do something about it. But as you see it, you know, as you perceive it, it's like, no, I know all of this is bullshit and I can tell you why it's bullshit. Yeah. But and again, that, that aren't exactly going to go that route, which is the shitty part. Yeah. And again, you know, this is all performative and this is all a way to legally cover your, your ass so that when you, when, when all this stuff pops up again, you can literally say, well, we had arbitration. We had, uh, we had, uh, a, a sp- talking sessions oh really who who was involved in those talking sessions the people that are fired now yes yes they were why were they fired ah something unrelated yeah something totally unrelated they they did something bad but you're right it's all because they were there and then they said well what what, what's wrong here let's let's have a discussion what do you think is wrong with the company yeah uh sending mr black says yeah i have experience with engineering firms too and you could always see how the leadership determined if it was a good or a terrible culture yeah and, and and you know, uh, bosses covering their dicks are is, is is universal, no matter what fucking industry you work in. Uh, some were amazing, and others were just like this. Sonny Mister Black says, "Yeah." So, um, and then yeah, and 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 Gibby, yeah, you you nailed it on the head, man. Is that so much of this is presented as such a positive thing, but uh, knowing the truth, it's sometimes cursed knowledge, and I like and. We pride ourselves on this podcast and telling the truth and nothing but facts. And this is just a very veiled corporate attempt to single out the people 
that are going to be issues in the future. But I don't think they realize, unless they make them sign an NDA, social media is a bitch. Yeah, and that's kind of why all of this is happening, because that lawsuit was very fucking quiet until some gamer got on TikTok or got on Twitter and was just like, hey, guys, did you know there's a fucking lawsuit? And everybody went, makes sense. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I was about to say, then it gained traction. One person put, hey, so all this is happening to Activision and Blizzard. So, you know, just kind of want to get the word out there, give my side so it's in the public sphere, because if it's on the Internet, it's never going away. Then one person yeah. caught that, retweeted it, quote tweeted it, or sent it to somebody else, and then it just got that traction. And then it got to Reddit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then once it hit Reddit, it was just... Yeah, once Reddit gets it, Jesus. Uh, Miss Faith says, I've experienced this in the workplace firsthand, and nobody cares, so I am with them 100%. We sympathize with you. Honestly, mm-hmm. we do. Like, uh, Mustard and I being uh, both minorities and primarily English-speaking minorities, it is weird the stuff that we have to go through like it, like honestly like I, I wish this was a a funny story but i uh i, I remember the first job i got here in indy uh because I, I live in indiana the first job i got here i did all my interviews over the phone my first day was the year the day after new year's when i had first moved here and uh when i got here to indiana and i met my boss for the first time i walked in and he goes wait you're mike and i go yes he goes dude I didn't know you were Hispanic. I'm like, did you not read my name on the res- resume? Yeah, but I talked to you on the phone, and you sounded whiter than me. And I was like, I'm not sure that's cool to say that, but I got a job. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> so like, I, to tell somebody. we don't have accents, though. We don't have accents. We don't no. have accents. So our English like, isn't broken. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to determine through just a voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Like it, it's 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 weird, and especially being a uh, uh, a minority, you know what I mean. Like it, it is a weird thing, and Miss Faith being both a minority and and a woman. Like yeah, we can we can sympathize to a certain extent. Not all the way. We we can't say we know, but we can sympathize to a very certain extent. Uh, but moving on from that, I gotta I gotta get. I'm gonna download some transitions so we can actually have some cleaner stuff because honestly, sharing one tab just for sound effects is painful. <laughs> so let's move let's move on to the next uh, story over here. Whoa, which we already talked about, but we're gonna cover it now. The Black Widow star Scarlett Johansson sues Disney over the streaming strategy, and honestly, I don't blame her. Like I said, I didn't read this, so this will be all. Mustard. Yeah. Eh? Oh, Black Widow star Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney over the company's decision to release the movie in theaters and on Disney Plus simultaneously. Johansson claims that the move constituted a, yeah, a breach of contract as Wall Street Journal, uh, as they report. In the suit, Johansson's Black Widow was supposed to be released exclusively in theaters per her deal with Marvel. As is often the case for movie stars, a large portion of Johansson's salary was tied to its box office success. To watch Black Widow Plus on Disney Plus, viewers needed to fork over thirty dollars for a Premier Access Pass. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, so they just royally fucked her a little bit, didn't they? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Disney initially estimated that the film generated sixty million dollars in revenue on Disney Plus from opening weekend earlier this month, along with eighty million dollars in domestic and seventy-eight million dollars international. I mean, that's still really good, but. 
it's not good enough. Like when when your pay is directly tied to the box office, yeah, that's that's a problem. Uh, the move may have impacted Black Widow's performance in theaters, though it's worth bearing in mind that many cinemas around the globe are still closed amid the pandemic, Duh. which is why we all said that this should have been released years ago. Um, yeah, like everybody else got a single movie before so the big meetup. He wants to, he wants to have a hot mustard take section. <laughs> uh honestly honestly if i start if, i'm gonna start downloading like little uh or creating little videos for transitions we can have uh we can have a little hot mustard hot mustard takes in the middle of a, a ranch or something i don't mind that you know yeah, mr black says uh 100 <laughs> disney knew this and wanted her to go to court to trigger her payment I, I no, Disney doesn't want this. This is the last fucking thing Disney wants, and I'll and I'll and I'll explain for one reason. See, I have a why. pretty hot take on this one. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second, and and yeah, the reason I can tell you, the reason I can tell you that Disney doesn't want this in court is because anything that brings anything the word court into it automatically gets actors reviewing their contracts. Chris Pratt. Uh, is still on, you know, uh, Zoe Zaldana, all these other actors are still on for further MCU movies. So now with this triggering, this response in all these other actors, they're all going to sit down with their fucking contracts and say, wait, was my contract a theater exclusive or is this going to fucking streaming? So they don't want this. This is the last thing they want. Mustard, go ahead, man. I just, dude, with okay, with all of the lawsuits that Disney goes through with with uh, like royalties through writers and directors and executive producers, like they they've been sued thousands of times a year by these people demanding payment for things that were in their contract and never got fulfilled. So what the fuck does Scarlett Johansson think she's any different than anybody else? Like to Disney, like for real, like why why, uh, why like why would that make such a difference that they would fuck her over? And everybody else. The only difference is really is that she's able to pay for expensive lawyers to actually fight this, whereas that the other people probably couldn't. Like they probably didn't have any legal grounds to stand on financially or other means, whatever. But so this, you, essentially, notorious for not for not coming through on their contracts. So essentially, you're you're just asking, you're begging the question: What makes her so special? Not that. More like, what did you expect? That's my answer. That's my question. What did you expect? Well, this. That's why that face right there, that face made them billions of dollars. Introducing a female superhero that is badass and can stand with the with the boys was highly important. One for representation and two for story wise. So her being this massive face, just like uh, like Zoe Saldana, uh, just like uh, Gamora, uh, Nebula. Everybody else in these series have a very specific place, which is why the big moment that you fucking hate in Endgame, uh, <laughs> when they have that little girl power moment, that was a really important moment for a lot of people that don't have a penis. Mm -hmm. like, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what you two say or think. Waste of money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I said, they could have fed several small villages in Africa with the amount. Yeah, of dude, because that's what they usually do. Right, that's what they usually do with their fucking Always. profits. They go feed Africa. They go feed Africans. It's Fuck so you. Like, um, well, and and Miss Faith says not me, and I am a feminist. I mean, that's fucking great. But we're not talking about people our age. We're talking about people younger than us. For for girls trying to get into comic books, or girls trying to see representation of them on screen. 
we we're, we're older. We're a lot more fucking cynical. We've seen representation. We have Ellen Ripley. We have, uh, you know, uh, uh, all these other female characters. We, we grew up with Samus, Aaron. You know, we, we grew up with icons. A lot of these females and a lot of people nowadays, they're looking for different people because we haven't had that. Uh, we, we haven't had that in a generation or so. So them filling these shoes, especially with Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, uh, with with Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, we may not like it, but a lot of pe- a lot of younger girls do. A lot of younger folks that look at them and say, "Hey, I want that icon. Hey, I want to aspire to be like them." Yeah, you guys see it as SJW, uh, you know, man hating bullshit, but they're too young to understand that. All they see is somebody that is like that, like them, and is a hero. And they want that. So, yeah, okay. You guys can hate it for all you fucking want for the, for whatever reasons, but this is important. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, when you put it like that way, um, I still didn't like the scene, but I understand why it was made now. I mean, yeah. Like from a different viewpoint. Yeah, and that's what it's, I do. I look at things differently. There's so many more fucking outlets to have idols and shit than Marvel movies. I don't think. Yeah, dude. Okay, but you also got shit like Doctor Fucking Disrespect, who got kicked off of Twitch for streaming in the bathroom. You also have fucking uh, uh, PewDiePie, who was everybody's fucking idol until he said the N word. You have all these motherfuckers. Yeah, the thing is, there's still a lot of people idolize him. Little girls idolize BTS more than Black Widow. They have they have other people to go to instead of fucking Marvel, dude. Cool. BTS is a Korean pop band. I'm talking about superheroes. This is two very different mediums. What I'm saying is, like, I don't think the impact that you're uh, je- like assessing is not is not as big as you think it is. I really don't. And I'm saying that I read a lot more about like, this SBW shit than you people, do. Most people that are f- going to see these movies are our fucking our age. Like they are because we grew up with these comic books. We grew up with these stories. Like it, it's more. It's most people. In their fucking mid twenties, going to see these shits because it's our childhood brought to life. I don't think the impact that you're making is like I don't I don't think I don't I don't think it's that big. I don't know. Okay, uh, Gibby, you're a father, right? Yeah, last if time I checked. If you're gonna go see these movies, are you gonna take your kids with you? Uh, more than likely. Okay, so there you fucking have it. All right, all right, fine, okay. But yeah, that's, but we're, that's going. I'm not- we're going. We're going. You, our 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 asses are going to pay for these tickets. We're dragging our kids along, and our kids our kids are just as impressionable with this media as they are with YouTube and anything else. All so right. okay, agree to disagree. Uh, so Mr. Black says I agree with everyone but dead. What about young female uh, comic fans right now? I really think this is a valid point. Uh, Miss Faith says we all have our own opinions. Yeah, I, of course. And the thing is, I just I read so much about this kind of shit every fucking day. And, and, and I read about representation and I read about this kind of stuff because it is important to know the difference between tokenism, representation, and just straight out SJW bullshit. Like, so I, I have to know these differences, especially on a podcast where, where I'm going to be talking about the truth behind them. Like, and yeah, so, you know, it, it's, excuse me, it's, it's a difficult place. Oh, to be clear, I only agree with dead on this. I mean, that's that's fine. You agree with me or don't or don't agree with me? That's perfectly fine. I'm I'm yeah, literally right. just ranting that's about why we're here. Yeah. yeah, I'm literally just ranting about the idea that I have to know these things because uh, one, I have a podcast. Two, I I I don't mind being wrong. I don't mind being wrong. Yeah, you were I, wrong about the Last of Us, and you took that one pretty well. 
yeah, I don't mind being wrong. I, I, I love being wrong. I do, because that means it, it gives me a chance to learn and grow. Yeah. But on stuff like this, when I read more often than I don't about what this representation of heroes on the screen means, and somebody like Joe Scarlett Johansson being fucked over, which means that a lot of people's favorite superhero is, is, is going to be now off screen because they don't want to work with Disney anymore. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a risk to some stuff so that do we think, don't. Going coming back to the article though, do you think yeah. that this is something that Disney thought they could pull off with her? Like, do you think I, it was like some kind of like sly attempt to fuck somebody over, and they just did it to the wrong person? Uh, I yes and no, like yes and no. So uh, let me see. To be clear, no, he is dead right on this. Uh, Miss Faith wants to know how much I pay Sunny Mister Black. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't pay him anything. I just I love I love Canadians. Uh, but anyways, yeah, they gave we, us Ryan Reynolds. We love we love Canadians. So anyways, they gave yeah. us Rush <laughs> from from Canada. Uh, but anyways, yes and no. So I I do think that because it is Scarlett Johansson and she's just kind of desperate for her movie to come out, that they were like, okay, you'll take what we give you. And at the same time, I think no, because I think it was underhanded and they were hoping that she didn't read her fucking contract. Yeah. That's what I'm that's, no. that's what I'm saying. Does. Like, do you think it was something they thought that like, okay, let's just let's they just, thought they could do. Let's just get this underneath here. We'll just we'll we'll tell her about it later. You know, like uh, Yeah, yeah. So I, it's a yes and no thing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Black says, I think Disney is just generally slimy when it comes to this. I agree. Uh, yeah. uh Miss Faith says, I agree. Wasn't Mulan the first Disney movie to be streamed? Uh, on Disney Plus, I think it was, yeah. Mulan, I don't know. It, it came I out don't like, right at the pandemic, yeah. But Mulan sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen I'm... it, and I've heard everybody say it's just fucking god awful. It's, it's, it's bad. trash. <laughs> so Mr. Black is probably going to fire an actuary over this. I'm good with it. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's see here. The movie may have impacted Black Widow's performance in the theater. Uh, the worldwide box office says it is currently at 319 million. As Rarity points out, that puts it on track to be the to become the lowest grossing Marvel movie to date. Ooh, ouch. Ooh. One of only six other 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 Marvel movies released since early 2018 has made less than one billion dollars in theaters. Oh, oh yeah. So Johansson's representative tried to renegotiate her deal after news emerged about the new Black Widow release strategy. The suit says, uh, however, or the suit claims, however, Disney and Marvel were allegedly unresponsive. The thing is, dude, is that. This is what we just literally talked about. They were counting on you not to read your fucking contract. And apparently you did read your contract once this news came out and it's it's already done. It's it's done. It's over with. Like you're you're not getting this uh, and you're not gonna win. Hold on. I gotta hold on. Oh, that just oh, that's we're, not we're, good. We're down again. We're down again, but that's okay. We're still recording on this side. Um We'll be back in just a minute. Don't worry. So let's keep going with this. Uh, okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Okay, we're back. Apparently, Twitch is uh, Twitch is having some problems, but we're we're going to keep going another way because we still have a recording to go uh, to do. So, okay, 
Wouldn't be a uh, podcast without technical difficulties. Yeah. So, releasing Blackwood on Disney Plus simultaneously would cost Johansson over $50 million, according to uh, a Wall Street Journal source. Wow. So, before this one, what was the lowest grossing one? I don't, I think it's Thor Dark World. Really? Yeah. Which one was that? The third one? Exactly. The second <laughs> one, where he fights the Dark Elves for the, uh, and it's actually a pretty important piece in the story, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, it sucks. It was a shitty movie. So we're just gonna skip the rest of this. You're just talking. About I was about to say Thor did. Ragnarok was pretty dope. Thor Ragnarok was the best. Oh, it was so amazing. Far. Yeah, that was the best one. So yes, we're back. Sorry about the stream. We're, uh, apparently, uh, apparently, uh, uh, Twitch is having some problems today. So we're what we got. We're we're still gonna record. We're still gonna put out this episode on Monday. So I mean, yeah, th- this is. I, I love discussions like this. Um, and I, yeah, and they, and I do think they they tried to fuck her over and it didn't work. But I also think that I like and like I said before, I think this is going to bring some very unwanted attention to whoever has a contract with Disney. What I do you guys think? Swore t- I could have swore today I seen another another Disney star say like, "Oh, they're going to reread their contract now." Yeah. What you yeah. are about to see in these next couple months, if this is going as loud as it's going, is you're going to see a lot of people. Start reading over them contracts. Start going over them with a you know fine tooth comb, and seeing if they're getting fucked over by being in just theaters or if they get profit from theaters and streaming. You are going to see a lot of people. You're going to see a yeah. lot of people piss off more people, and it's just going to be one gigantic lawsuit. Probably one of the biggest that will come out of this beyond the Activision Blitter, Blit, Blizzard, <laughs> Activision Blizzard one. You're going to see. Marvel and Disney versus the actors. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to come down to at some point, either by I'm going to call November of this year or at the longest April of next. I'm looking, I'm looking more at April of next because we still have several movies that come out, including uh doctor strange in the universe, the, the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. We also have Spider-Man uh, no way home coming out we have several we have several of them coming out and um yeah i mean it's just gonna be it's just gonna be difficult uh so mr black says i sort of don't agree disney can refuse and find someone else now here's the here's the only issue with that sending mr black is that when you have a fan favorite well it's extraordinarily difficult to recast them. I mean, when we heard that Chris Evans might have been recasted as Cap before Endgame, everybody lost their mind. Everybody was like, Nope, we don't want him. I don't give a fuck who it is. Don't want him. I was on that team. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was there's, on that there's team. There's some too. people you can't replace though. That's the thing. There's some superheroes you can't replace. Wolverine RD. being a definite one. RDJ was rumored at one point to be recasted uh, with Iron Man, and everybody said the exact same thing. Fuck that guy. Whoever replaces him, doesn't matter how good a job he does, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. RDJ is Iron Man. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it, they, they can, of course, do it, but success found in these stars is very difficult to recreate. And uh, Warner Brothers... Spider-Man, Warner Brothers has made that constant mistake by recasting Batman so many fucking times. 
Like we can't latch onto a fucking Batman right now because we don't have one that lasts long enough. We barely latched onto Henry Cavill as Superman, and now they're trying to recast him. And so doing this kind of recasting and Miss Face as it gives opportunity to other actors, it does. However, these roles sort of belong to certain actors. There are there are things that can be recasted. However, Henry Cavill, RDJ, these these kind of these kind of roles are very difficult to recast. Chris Seven was recasted in Marvel like three different times. Twice, twice, yeah, he was yeah. Uh, Johnny Storm in the original uh, one of the original Fantastic Four movies. That was a good movie. So, I don't care what anybody says. That oh, Fantastic dude, Four was dope. Awful movie, dude. Don't start <laughs> with me. But let's go ahead and talk about movie. our Let's talk about our next topic here. The new Predator movie will be called Skull and will feature a female hero. Cool. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't think this is the impact that, you know, these guys want. New details have been revealed for Dan Trachtenberg. Dan Trachtenberg is taking over? Wow. Uh, The upcoming Predator movie, as the final leg of production gets underway. I didn't know it was in production. Did you guys? Mm, I haven't heard anything about it. Didn't they just come out with another one? The recent one? Yeah, The Predator. Yeah. Shane Black did it and it sucked. Um, yeah, that's a Mr. Black says Matt Damon recently argued that he thinks, regrettably, Matt leading Damon. actors will disappear. <laughs> I, don't, I don't find that. See it happening? I don't see it happening, but I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he. I mean, if anybody knows the industry, it's probably Matt Damon. But I mean, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I I can I can sort of see that happening. However, we have franchises that do belong to people. We do have franchises that absolutely will never be the same uh, without the actors involved. Such as if the the cast from Supernatural was recasted. Uh, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work at all. Nobody would. Nobody would latch onto it. Uh, if the yeah, cast from, yeah, but they would. You know, it, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, okay. So, like James Bond, like, um, yeah, we've gone through so many recasts, mostly because the actors age out, but everybody has their Bond. You know what I mean? For most eighty-year-old man. <laughs> Yeah, this eight-year-old man spitting game at a bar. I like my, I uh, like my women. Like I like my coffee. I don't drink coffee. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not the line. It's not the line, dog. Fuck. <laughs> Sean Connery is the best. The best. Uh, give me, ever. give me. Who's your favorite? Uh, I didn't watch 007. I didn't watch James Bond. God, so man. by default, his John Connery. By default, his yeah, Sean Connery. yeah, Sean Connery. I just the way that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, my... Trebek. <laughs> Fuck you, Trebek. Uh, my favorite is Daniel Craig because he's he's uh, he's portrayed closest to the books. So, uh, Miss Face is asking us who our favorite leading actors are. That's like for James Bond. Yeah, that is a that is a loaded question. Broad, man. You gotta go broad, very broad question. Yeah, that that's you're gonna have to narrow comedies? that. We talking yeah. comedies? We talking actions? Because I know horror like right off the top of my head. Star Wars, comic books, Martin. Like where are we? Yeah, you're gonna have to narrow that question. So, Mr. Black says they robbed Idris Elba. Um, 
Sort of, sort of. Okay, so that that situation was much more complicated than uh, Sony ever let out that ever let happen. Um, the the whole Idris Elba thing was that yes, they were ready to take on a new uh, a, a a new take on 007 because 007 and James Bond is not his name; it is a title. James mm-hmm. Bond and 007 it's a transferable is a, role. It is a transferable role. However. Uh, Idris Elba and Sony did not see eye to eye on a lot of things and like a lot of things. Uh, so it didn't happen and it wasn't anybody's fault. And and it wasn't because like what they said that Daniel Craig wanted to add, to hang on to the, to the, to the role, quite the opposite. Daniel Craig is more than happy to let the role go as we can tell from this last fucking movie that's about to come out. But, but Sony and Idris Elba did not see eye to eye on a lot of things. From what I understood, Idris Elba wanted a lot of people recasted, and Sony was just like, We're not, why, why, why would we do that? We have these actors established in these roles. Uh, <laughs> Miss Faye says, the general, in general, I know Mustard's, it's Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, so Mr. Black says his favorite is uh, Mads Mickelson. Mads is nice. He's a really cool cat. Weirdo, but I love him. Nick Cage is better than Mads. Uh, Miss Faith says, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Uh, I Jesus Christ. I got I got I, like that for me, that's too broad a question. But anyways, let's get back to this. Bruce, During a recent Bruce interview Campbell with Collider. For me? No, I was about to say for or me, for Bruce Camp Bruce oh, Campbell or Ryan Reynolds. Or those are solid choices, yeah. Uh, during a recent interview with Collider, uh, producers John Davis and John Fox revealed that the title of the new Predator movie is Skull. It is probably three quarters of the way through production. They also Nick shared Cage that track. Sorry, that's all you say. Nick Cage is still God. Has he played God on screen? I pretty no, I don't think so. I don't think he has. I'm no, but I need it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dude, there's so so the movie Pig is on the hookup. I need to watch it. I need to fucking review. I need to watch it, dude. I need to. Um, uh, They also shared that Tracton Bird's film will be a female-fronted origin story tracing the Predator's first journey to Earth. It goes goes back to what made the original Predator movie work. Um, It's the ingenuity of a human being who won't give up, who's able to observe and interpret, basically being able to beat a monster. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. (laughs) so much of the first movie was them innovating ways to fight it and if it bleeds we can kill it yeah if it bleeds we can kill it you know fucking (laughs) you know like fucking you know what what was it uh you ain't afraid of no man what out there ain't no man remember that line yeah like so yeah like this so I, i and i think maybe maybe these guys are going to uh, maybe these guys are going back to an original formula of the ingenuity of how to beat the ter- the 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 predator. So, what yeah. what do you guys think? I think this will be. I think this will. I think this will make a good good amount of money. I th- I'm just. I hope it's good. Yeah, that's I that's all good. I can hope for. Movies with this because they have such a strong base and they have such a strong like line of movies to precede it. So I'm just hoping it does good. So it's not like ah, uh, this was the trash of the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it says here both uh, both producers praised Trachtenberg's completely unique vision for the movie, though it's uh, still unknown whether the tone of the film will steer towards an R rating or PG thirteen. Give me an R rated 
fucking predator. Do not PG thirteen my predator. God fucking damn it. Or else it'll be hashtag. I hate that shit. No, unless it'll be hashtag fucking boring. Oh look, I'm going to reach in and tear this guy's skull out off screen though. Next scene. Yeah. Cut. Fuck you, dude. Part of the brutality of what the fucking predator is is part of the coolest. It's part of the coolnessness of it. Ah. Uh, Mr. Black says, "Big is uh, breaks your heart." Maybe Cage's best performance. It is dirty and it restricts the art disturbing and not in a good way. I agree, dude. I agree. I hate this. I hate this aiming for PG thirteen bullshit. But not a big fan of the completely unique tag thrown in there. I never, I never feel right when I've seen that thrown in. Yeah, because well, let's move on from that. Unique. What, yeah, is, this, what is this candy that they're advertising? Dude? I'm kind of, I kind of want to try it, dude. Mike and Ike, Mike bro. And oh fuck right, yeah, dude! I'm down with some Mike and Ike. <laughs> Diabetic, you idiot. Anyways, Die Hard prequel. McLean is officially dead. Oh, good, 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 yeah, good. After just many more than five years in development on a sixth entry, the Die Hard franchise is now officially dormant. Producer Lorenzo de Bonaventura confirmed that McLean, a project conceived as both a prequel and a sequel to the action series, was abandoned during the Disney-Fox merger in 2019. Yeah, no, nah, it's not happening. What was really interesting was we actually came up with a good idea to do it, but it was a project that wasn't Die Hard then. Eventually shifted over to Die Hard. Um, we don't need it. Don't need it. Don't no. care. Good. Don't need Fuck it. you. Moving on. I'm we sorry, dude. It. No, we don't need it. Like, a, uh, no. We have we have gone from gritty cop takes on terrorists to bay fuck this movie on a drunken night. Like, it's 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 terrible. It's now fucking, fucking terrible. McLean's shooting like fucking Corvettes and shit into a helicopter and and a. Wielding a grenade launcher and taking out a whole fleet of fucking, like, yeah, nah, dude. Like, no, thank you. No, don't need it. No, thank you. Uh, Mr. Black says, very excited for Green Knight this week, and Jungle Cruise was worth the watch, but very Disney esque. Mm-hmm. Green Knight, I, I stopped caring about, man. I, it's been delayed so many fucking times and so many different ways. I no longer care. I didn't even know it was out, Mr. Black, but thank you for telling me it was good. No, he says it comes up this way. Or they're excited. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, Jungle Cruise looks interesting. I'm not going to say that. I'd be down, I'd be down <laughs> to see that. That's been on my to-watch list. It's very, it's very, very Disney. Uh, so Ghostbusters Afterlife, the entire cast so far, from the return of Bill Murray's Dr. Vinkman to new characters like Paul Rudd's Dr. Gooperson, here is the entire oh, cast of Afterlife. Uh, so yeah, we got. You know what? You know what's funny about this? You know, I'm going to share just real quick. Uh, you know what's really funny about this is that that we're trying to keep the return of Venkman and and uh, all, all of them, uh, uh, Ray Stans and and Winston Zedmore. They were all trying to keep it all fucking secret, right? They were trying to keep it secret, kind of like, well, they won't they be in the sequels? We can't. We're not going to tell. And then fucking Entertainment Tonight, the collector side releases an entire set. With Vinkman, with Winston Sandmore, with Ray Stans, and the entire cast. <laughs> totally oh. fucked it. Totally fucked the surprise. Damn. Oh, damn. That would have been like a big, nice surprise, too. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. And, and that's what they were counting on to sell the movie. Like, does Ray Stans come back? Does Venkman come back? And they were like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. And then just Entertainment Tonight just fucked it. Just fucked it in the ass. Just grenaded it. I Could thought it was fucking. Call? Oh, my God. I am. I was, I was laughing so fucking hard. I'm not even joking. Like it, it came to me through like three different sources. It was like after a life, after life cameos leaked through toys, and I was just like, "What?" After life, ca- click. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Well, how are they gonna do with uh, what's his face being passed away? E- Egon's dead, dude. This yeah. is a uh, Gooberman Goob- is taking care of these kids who are. Uh, uh, his his grandchildren. So yeah, has like another sequel come out in between these that I haven't heard about? No, um, no. Oh, okay. No, we have the 2016 reboot, which everyone agrees was horrible, oh. not because it was female led or anything else like that. Because honestly, it was just a bad movie. It was okay. just a bad well, movie. I, I mean, I'm 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 very excited for for Afterlife, then, dude. Like, I, I can't. Find I am it. too. I, can't I mean, we. It. So let's see here. It's set to arrive in theaters in November, which has been pushed back several years, and looks to continue the story of the franchise as it picks up years after the 1989's Ghostbusters 2. While there will be new characters in the film, we will also see the return of the much original cast. Set in the small town of Somerville, Ghostbusters Afterlife tells the story of Carrie Coon's Callie. Okay. I feel like I just cursed on stream. (laughs) (laughs) I think you did, yeah. Uh, But it's a name, so we're good. (laughs) A single mom who left Chicago with her two children after hearing her long estranged father's passing. A father she never even knew. When the three settle in, they find out they are now connected to a team of paranormal investigators named the Ghostbusters and that their father-grandfather may have been one of its key members. Oh, that's right. They did the little thing with the little girl, right? Oh, he, he crashed. Oh, oh, the, they did oh, that they, thing they. with with the little with the little girl, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we don't we don't know. Uh, we don't know if Egon is like. Well, we know Egon is involved. Egon Spengler, but uh, you know what's funny. Egon's like as 80s as that movie was, Egon was supposed to be the nerd and he was the most violent. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. I thought it was cool. Anyways. <laughs> well, I'm drawing a blank uh, on like who the who these actors are that played in Ghostbusters. Uh, like I'm drawing a blank. Egon is the very nerd Dan. scientific one who invents the um, traps and all that. Dan, oh, okay. Dan Aykroyd, okay. Bill Murray, um, I forget Winston's actor's name. What's his name? I forget. Mustard? I forget. I don't know. So every time I talk about Ghostbusters, they just become Egon, <laughs> Ray, Finkman, <laughs> yeah. Winston. I, I, I lose their fucking names. <laughs> what is his name there? Fuck. Um, uh, Ernie Hudson. In celebration of the film's second trailer, which you can see below, which we've compiled a comprehensive rundown of who's appearing in Afterlife. Uh, Be sure to keep coming back to us regularly, updating this article as we learn more about the cast. No, thank you. All right. Well, should we we watch the second trailer? I don't know. I'm not. mm, I don't know. Uh, Chat, what do you guys think? Should we watch the second? uh, Should we watch the second trailer, chat? I'll leave it up to you guys while we go through some of these characters. Uh, Bill Murray yeah. is returning as Peter Dr. Peter Get a, get a hell yeah. 
Brian Aykroyd is Raymond Stance. Ernie Hudson is returning as Winston Zedmore. Sigourney Weaver is coming back as Dana Barrett. Oh. And uh, why are they mentioning Ripley? Leave Ripley out of this. Uh, Annie Potts is Janine Milnitz. Oh, Janine's coming back, guys. I don't know. You don't care. Fuck you. It's cool. Uh, I'm not saying that word. I'm just just afraid of this word. Uh, Paul Rudd and McKenna Grace. And Finn Wolf, uh, Wolfhard, which who Mustard loves. I like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah he, he does pretty good work. Logan Kim, Celeste O'Connor, Oliver Cooper. So we got a big cast here. Bokeem Woodbine, Marlon Kazadi, Tracy Letts. So we got a lot of people. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> uh, Seems like it's so pretty stacked. What did the chat say? Sunny Mr. Black wants to watch it. Miss Faith hasn't chimed in. Oh, fuck it. You know what? There was one positive. Why not? So, Let's I mean, technically three because I'm down to watch it. Yeah, same here. No one cares, Gibby. Then why have me? <laughs> fuck it with you. All right, hold on a sec, guys. I gotta switch this over. This, do this. I'm always leery going uh, into sequels of movies from like the 80s and 90s. Because I just yeah. always have a good feeling uh, so of like, far, is this going to be ass or oh not? Oh, God, another bot. We're getting places. Oh, no. Yes! Another bot! Yes! We got a bot! <laughs> yeah. As the non-streamer says. I can't ban anybody from, from my end. Can you? Because uh, yeah, I can, but I'm signed into our account. Yeah, ban him. I'm not, I'm not signed in immediately. Give me a sec here. All right. So that's oh, it. Slimer, so all right. we're all, we're all queued up. Hey, kids want to become famous? Just click this link right here. <laughs> all right. You guys should have sound on that. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I'm fine with Trevor, but with Phoebe, she really keeps me on the outside. That's normal. She's an awkward, nerdy kid. Dude, she even looks like Spangler. Maybe a new home could be an opportunity to start fresh. I just wish she'd get into some trouble. There's still time. <laughs> Dude, she looks like she looks like Egon. What are you doing here in Somerville anyway? We're completely broke. And our grandfather left us this creepy old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Father wasn't much of a homemaker. He can hardly keep the power. Janine! You're saying he left us nothing? Well, I wouldn't say nothing. The Ecto-1, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Ecto-1 is back! It's the only one that had an engine. Oh, hey. Don't disrespect the Ecto-1, Finn. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Jason, Jason Reitman uh, is uh, the original director's son. Town with no fault lines is yeah. shaking on a daily basis. Uh, Ivan Reitman. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's the apocalypse. Okay. Egon came out here for a reason. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Yes! Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Yes. Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? <laughs> Oh my god. 
Look at this. Look at the smile on my fucking face, dude. This is beautiful. Me, me. too, dude. I'm all Something's coming. That looked like a whole city. It's like The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, the hellhounds! Oh fuck! <laughs> Oh, please be careful with that thing that's destructive. I'm game. Dude, I'm so excited. We're ready to believe you. Oh. We're closed. Uh, did you hear that? Did you hear that yeah. voice? That was yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, no, wait. No, I don't want to replay it. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. I thought Dan Aykroyd was dead. No, that's the other <laughs> no. one. That's Egon. He's dead. Uh, all right. So Miss Face says the CGI is questionable. The kids are cute. Walmart cameo, and Mister Black says this is a trailer we saw in theaters on Friday. Awesome, dude! Like I am, I am fucking stoked. Like oh, I love it. Ivan Reitman's son is Jason Reitman, the one who's who uh, who started writing and directing this a couple of years ago. Actually, put out the tweet. One of the first scenes filmed in the movie was the Ecto One in the barn. So he put out a tweet with the Ecto One license plate, and almost instantly, uh, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd were on board. They were like, hmm. "We're in." Uh, and after, I think, I think after what happened with uh, the Egon's actor. Harold Ramis, I think Bill Murray kind of felt obligated to do it. The reason we never saw Third Ghostbusters was because Bill Murray never came to terms with uh, Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd, the original writers of Ghostbusters. So that's why we never saw one during while Harold Ramis was still alive. So I think maybe this is kind of his atonement for fucking up and, you know, Harold passing away. What do you guys think? Probably. Uh, I just, I, I agree with you. I think this is like, all right, I will do it. This will be the last time, but I'm going to do it. I, I hope it's the passing of the torch. I really do. Like, like, oh, yeah, like the 2016 was supposed to be a passing of the torch, but they wrote themselves that. out. No, no, we no. They wrote it. themselves out of the universe. They wrote themselves out of the Ghostbusters universe. They they exist on a completely separate plane, other than the original uh, 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 quad uh, squad. So they wrote themselves out of out of the sequel, uh, out of anything real involving Ghostbusters. So when this was announced, uh, the what, what's your name? Uh, the the female actor that was in the large black girl. You know who I'm talking about. She was uh, Leslie Davis. So she started tweeting out just like, oh, fuck us, right? Fuck our movie, right? Like, what the hell? Whatever. And even I made a response video on, on YouTube saying that you wrote yourselves out. You had an opportunity to carry on what had been done by Ivan Reitman, by Harold Ramis, by Dan Aykroyd. But instead, you chose to write yourselves and do your own fucking thing. Therefore, completely removing you from the Ghostbusters universe. So, yeah, yeah, them going forward with this whole new cast. Yes, it wasn't fuck you. You fucked yourselves. Had yeah, it's kind to do of like else. Kind of like ah, I shot myself in the foot. Why would you let me do that? Yeah, yeah. That's so. exactly what it is because that it, that movie had nothing to do with the original. So the entire time, I'm like, what the hell does? 
why am I here? Just thought that the entire time. Yeah, and it was and it was bad because they had a script and they kept letting the actors uh, go off script to try to be f- a funny improv thing because that's a lot of the way that Bill Murray's uh, dialogue was made in the original. But you also have to remember that Bill Murray was on the writing staff, so he knew what the context of all the jokes were. You know, them trying to do this weird, awkward 2016 humor that never worked for me in the first place was stupid. It's a whole ass movie with a whole ass franchise with a whole ass fan base with a whole ass legacy, not a Saturday Night Live skit. You get to know the difference before you want to come and say that the reason that this movie is doing better is because fuck fuck us for some reason. That's yeah. it. Like you don't have a don't have an original thought, but it's just because nobody liked it was all female. No, that's not that's not it. Exactly what Dead Man said to a T, but it's a movie, not a skit. There's also things you have to add in with it for old fans, not just new ones. Yeah. Uh, City Minister Black says, I wonder if he'll try to sell a skull vodka. He's still doing it, bro. He hasn't stopped. He was on Joe Rogan about a year or two ago, still pitching it. So anyways, uh, moving on from that, because honestly, I'm just fucking stoked. And I know you guys are too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Batman Unburied. Black Panther's Winston Duke to play Bruce Wayne in the podcast series. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Winston Duke is, he was Mbaku. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, this is Mbaku uh, from Black Panther. Uh, Spotify, Warner Brothers, and DC have announced that Black Panther's Winston Duke will be playing Bruce Wayne in the upcoming Batman, Batman Unburied scripted podcast. Yeah, I don't. Uh, this is important. Uh, I mean, it's cool that they're doing uns- uh, scripted podcasts. Yeah, but we've been running a little long. Is this important? We have other we're, we're just to gonna we're just gonna talk a little bit about this. Batman David. and Barry will have David David Goyer, the writer co director for Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, as executive producer, and the new story will explore the darker aspects of Bruce Wayne's psychology. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> what, what what do you call him? A madman that dresses up as a bat? A mentally ill person that dresses up in a bat as a bat to go beat up other mentally ill persons? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, this is cool and who good the for fucking Winston right Duke. line would do that. Who, who was somebody sitting there sane would actually, you know, what, I'm gonna dress up as a fucking terrifying <laughs> creature, go beat the shit out of people. Uh, you got a dime I mean, bag on you? Whap. Yeah. Now talk. <laughs> oh god. Well, that's all we have for that. Let's start. Let's uh, move on a little bit. Uh, we did say recently goodbye. To um, Biz Marquis. Joey Jordison, Biz Marquis. We lost, we lost Biz Joey Jordison, and we also lost Dusty Hill from ZZ from Top. ZZ Top, yep. So this this uh, this this month is starting to try to beat 2020 and the amount of celebrities it can take. And uh, honestly, I'm not I'm not happy about it. 2020 was a nightmare. <laughs> it was though. So he passed away at 72. Um. We have no cause of death. We just know that he was in his sleep, I believe, and surrounded by family. Um, that really sucks. And uh, we're, we're really going to miss him because... I know, dude. They had the same uh, lineup for 50 fucking years. Same yeah. three dudes who started in the garage in Texas. In Texas. Who played with Bessos for guitar picks. So... Yeah, I just, just uh, I goodbye. Just 
I need a sad, sad rendition of Just a Friend. That's all I need right now. <laughs> right, you though. got what I need. And you <laughs> say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Okay, we're good. I needed that. I needed that out there. It's been, <laughs> I just needed been to get it system. out. Yeah, it's been in my system since I see that ha- since I seen that happen. So hey, goodbye to Joy Jordanson. No tears for that dude. He really lived. Yeah, that's true. Uh, goodbye to Joy Jordanson. Goodbye to yeah. Bismarcky. Goodbye to ZZ Top's uh, Dusty Hill. Uh, thank you and good night. God, that was only, that was like one of the only remaining. That was like another main Slipknot band member gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he, he wasn't he wasn't an angel. He had his issues. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. He had his issues. He was a uh, he wasn't a um, he was an addict. Even though he says that people try to paint him as one, and he wasn't. He was. He was in rehab several times for alcoholism and drugs. Uh but it doesn't mean he, a lot of projects like yeah we like we were talking about you know yeah he got kicked off of acting projects music projects he founded three other bands but they never went anywhere because he would show up drunk so yep. yeah i mean it's it's sad but you make the bed you know what i mean yeah we were talking about it we were talking about all these rappers and and people and musicians that act the same way in their 50s as they did in their early 20s like taking the same drugs doing the same bullshit same fucking dumbass behavior and yeah like it really catches up to you you know like it really does like people of their age just can't get away with it anymore like they used to you know their, <clears> bodies, <throat> their bodies literally can't keep up with it you know it's so yeah, sad Osborne. it's so sad Osborne. Oz, Ozzy is literally a medical case. I don't know if you guys knew this. Okay, I don't know if you guys knew this. The, the University of Austin, Texas, the medical university, literally is studying and has been for the last 20, 20 years, is studying his blood to find out why he won't die. <laughs> it's not, not a joke. Joking. Oh, my God. It's not a joke. I am not kidding. No, I know, I know that's just a, like one of those facts that like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. So last week we talked about Little Nas X's new uh, uh, music video. We didn't watch it in the post show, but we we had planned to, and it was called uh, something baby. I forgot what it was called. Industry baby, and um, of course it's very full of, for lack of a better word, homosexual stuff, and uh, apparently that just pissed off a lot of people. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Be mad. Uh, so Mr. Black says, should include Keith Richards. The thing is, is that we know Keith Richards is on dialysis. Yeah. Ozzy isn't. <laughs> so oh, that's Ozzy's got a lot of world of problems. Yeah. A litany of other issues. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, okay. So I do back- agree, though. Keith Richards and fucking what's his face? Uh, Jagger should be part of that fucking focus group. Well, Jagger was recently in the fucking hospital. So. Anyways, moving forward. Elton John condemns the baby after HIV misinformation and homophobic statements regarding little Nas X. Uh, Elton John, of course, said that we've been shocked to read about the HIV misinformation and homophobic statements recently made at the baby shell. This fuels stigma and discrimination and is the opposite of what our world needs to fight the AIDS epidemic. During the baby set Sunday, the rapper inexplicably 
inexplicably told the crowd, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases, that'll make you die in two to three weeks. Now put up your cell phone. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone up. What? Wow. Wait, hold on. Huh? What? You said these things? He said these things on stage. Well, why would you? Why? <laughs> I want to use a, I want to use a certain phrase, but I know it's not a good idea. But that's just okay. Put it in a put it in the private channel. I'll let you know if you can say it or not. Oh no, I can't. I know I can't. Okay. I I, uh, I I know for a fact that I cannot just because it's Twitch. But that is that is an extreme. That's disrespectful, and I don't care what what premise what this guy thinks he has that ain't that ain't cool because no. there's a lot of people that are of the homosexual nature that make more money than you and are better have, than you and have a better understanding better of people than you yeah that have a better understanding of all this and doing that for years and years of like they were re- helping research hiv to get it like more commonly accepted m- yeah, more commonly accepted. That was just backhanding them all. Yeah, wow. Miss Faye says, statement. yeah, he said them. She saw the video. He really thought he did something. And he's just mad because Little Nas X is way more popular. I, I've never liked the baby, but I like a Little Nas X. Uh, yeah, after tackling the HIV, <laughs> after, after tackling the HIV and misinformation in the baby's comments, uh, you can live a long and healthy life with HIV. Elton John added, homophobic and HIV mistruths have no place in our society and industry as musicians. We must spread compassion and love for those, uh, for the most marginalized people in our communities. A musician's job is to bring people together. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Love Elton John. I agree with that. I agree with that a million percent. Uh, following the baby's loud comments, his levitating collaborator Dua Lipa also criticized the rap. Oh, I'm surprised and horrified at the baby's comments. I really don't recognize this as the person I worked with after announcing a fashion collaboration with the baby just over a month ago. Men's company Boohoo Man also cut ties with the rapper. Fuck. Wow. The wrong toes, bro. Uh, Mustard, go ahead. Uh, Boohoo Man condemned the use of homophobic language and confirmed that we will no longer be working with the baby. The label said diversity and inclusion are part of Boohoo Group's DNA and we, we wait, yeah, group, group's DNA. We pride ourselves on representing the diverse customers we serve across the globe. Good. Good. I'm glad everybody's just cutting ties with that. That's <sighs> you got some pretty big balls saying that and especially for all the musicians that have helped try and push the study and knowledge to like, at least get it under control and just the backhand that he gave. Yeah. Disrespectful as fuck to a bunch of people. And I get get it's hip hop. I get it's hip hop, but there's a line. No, that's no, 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 no. There, there is no excuse yeah, for this. Like, like it, I'm sorry. If Little Nas X is making that much money as a, as a as an openly gay black man, there is no fucking excuse for this. Like even T Pain, even T Pain has gone as far to say that the baby is old, the whole mumble rap game is done, tired, and that people need to make new fucking music already. And I believe that Little Nas X 
is doing that right now. Like as he's not, he's more old school than, uh, than all these fuckers are. And he's making better music. Granted, he has the whole homosexual flair to it, but it makes people mad. And that makes me happy. Own it. <laughs> who cares? Own it. Yeah. Own it. Who, gives who cares what everybody else thinks? Own that shit. So the baby has both been defiant and apologetic. Anybody who done ever been affected, said in context, by AIDS and HIV, y'all got the right to be mad. What I said was insensitive, even though I am I have no intentions on offending anybody. So my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you? Y'all's business is y'all's business. Um he followed that up by noting, and for any brands, networks, or artists that like to profit off black rappers' influence on the culture without understanding it or having the patience to deal with what comes with the positives or uh, with the nope. position we play in our culture, keep your money next time. Hmm. He's probably very alone on that stance. He is alone on that fucking stance. He's probably very alone on that. Let, let's we got, we got We got... We got African American artists like like fucking Tyler the Creator, who's like his sexuality is so androgynous at this point. Nobody really knows anymore, but he's still successful and he preaches love to everybody. Like, what what the fuck is this guy trying to pull that he makes him like? Oh, well, I know the truth of our community and I know the truth of our industry and work. Like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, if you're not if you're not you on my like, if you're not on my team, you're not on any team. Yeah, you look like an idiot, dude. Get you look fucked. like a stupid idiot saying that uh, i'm not shit. listening not listening to the prophet the baby i'm sorry i need to re-up on my only knowledge of hip-hop and that culture yeah, yeah we have that's fucking person to go to. chance the rapper we have uh fucking uh kendrick lamar all these people j cole who are fighting for equality and fighting for you know you know things that are are, are important to us in our in our time right now we have this idiot literally going back to the fucking 80s you know, preaching against AIDS, bro. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, literally <laughs> what the, the fuck 80s. are you talking about, bro? <laughs> literally, literally the fucking 80s. Like, even though we have columns of HIV and, and AIDS-positive people in the black community, like Magic Johnson, you know what I mean, who's currently alive, who had a very successful career and other and all these other people that have that have brought this to light and here he is trying to be like i, I don't like the gays because of hiv and a like get fucked bro get absolutely like fucked that, and t-pain that was right died like fucking 30 years ago 40 years ago yeah and, and t-pain was right dude you fucking suck your concerts suck your music sucks and you need to go the fuck away mm-hmm. and that's why we that's why we uh that's why we simp for t-pain over here a little bit. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Once I hear buy you a drink, it's it's over. I'm grabbing the first cup I can grab and just vibing. Drinking something, yeah. So Miss Face says, Elton mentioned that we're so advanced in medicine for HIV that all you have to do is take a pill once a day and live a normal life. Yes. Yes, we do. But let's go ahead and just end on the note of fuck the baby mm-hmm. and praise T-Pain and yep. praise little Nas X because make people mad. But anyways... Yep. Let's start wrapping this bitch up. Gibby, tell them where to find you, Where did, what you're doing. Well, as you can see, I'm the podcast daddy. You can always find me Monday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash podcast daddy, where I stream my show, The Snuff Show, a podcast where I dissect anything that comes across my desk and present it to the internet for your viewing pleasure. If you want to see whatever I post, i.e., the daily shit that goes through my head, you can find me at twitter.com slash enough snuff. 
And finally, Instagram to see this beautiful face and all of these wonderful tattoos. Go to Instagram.com slash podcast daddy. Thank you for that mustard. Uh, you're gonna have to. That was that was perfect. That was great. Yeah, you're gonna have to sell them. To, you're gonna have to sell them to Patreon, bro. Oh, oh god! Oh god! What that is, is the wrong button. No. <laughs> All right. So our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash VT Network. We got. Let me tell you what we got. We got. Uh, we got the one dollar net. One dollar a month. Um. First blood tier. We got the name of choosing in the credits of every episode. We got the UAV tier for three dollars a month, where you get the 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 previous one, access to the post show that releases every Wednesday, and a minute with DJ. We also got the airstrike tier. If y'all play COD, you know what we're talking about. Um, we we got everything in the previous two. We also have access to the monthly movie roast, named right out loud at the end of every episode, stickers each month, a giveaway every three months, and a minute with DJ. That's $5 a month gets you all that. That's yeah, that's crazy. You know, people pay $5 for stickers all the time. People people pay twenty five dollars on other podcasts for just for stickers. So yeah. yeah, so so I think I think we're doing I think we're doing good here. I think we're doing good. So that's all at Patreon forge less VT network. Come come give it a look. Fuck yes. And uh, if you don't want to do the monthly thing, you only want to do one thing. Come over to vtnetwork.redbubble.com. Check out one of our ten designs, including uh, the VT TV set. Uh, TV set, yeah. VT Network Christmas, the VT Network 70s Funk logo, the cartridge, the Stranger VTN, and of course, one of our newest additions, the What's Up Chuckle Fucks sticker that comes on everything, including t-shirts, sweaters, um, phone cases, you name it, it comes in it. Excuse me. So, once again, that is vtnetwork.redbubble.com. And, of course, um, if the prices are too high, let us know. We don't mind blowing them. We don't give a fuck about the money. We just want you to rep our shit. But with that said, Mustard, tell them how to talk to us. V, uh, VT Network number two on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh viral trends network we're working out legal uh fees and stuff so we can come come for that you know name also we got what are we what else are we fighting against vermont uh, oh my god the vermont something the vermont something network it was so weird it was so weird we got mentioned they tweeted they tweeted uh the wrong like uh mention and then like they were like like talking about domestic violence in vermont It was domestic violence and marital rape, and they were like, "Go talk to VT Network too." And we were like, "Don't talk to us." No, <laughs> we know. We, 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 no. we were like, "Dude, like, we hope all that clears up." But I think you got the wrong mention there, pals. Like, <laughs> it's pretty yeah, fucking that was weird. Up. That was weird, dude. And I'm saying that in context, Twitch. In case you want to get mad about me saying the R word, I'm literally saying that in context. That's what was tweeted at us. Oh and, my god, uh, that's so weird. So uh email we have vtnetwork84 at gmail.com if in case you want to have, have any suggestions for us or any critiques or any uh anything you want to share, anything. And uh yeah, our social medias are all open and, and, and there and follow us and yeah. 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 
So with all that said, though, I want to thank uh, Paul Schroen, the Magic Squirrel Network, for keeping us on and keeping us going. Without you guys, we wouldn't exist. I also want to thank our patrons this month, Lofus, hi, baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne Carroll, Sherry Finks, Mr. Blacklung, Gibby, uh, the Lemon, Miss Faith, thank you for being here also in our chat. We really, really do appreciate that. And Sue, Mustard, you don't get a fucking thank you. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> I know thank you, friend. everyone. For- <laughs> thank you everyone for coming in for coming in and hanging out with us uh mr black says his phone died and he's back now love y'all that was a good show and it was thank yeah. you thank you uh, thank you everybody for, being... for hanging out with us in the chat we thank really you everybody for coming even thank to the you, bot everybody. bro thanks thanks for showing up bro hey. thanks for the view bro i might take your <laughs> advice see i, I want to get famous i'll take that bot's advice you know go, <laughs> go click the link it's gonna be great with all that said, though, we are going to go ahead and head to our post show, and Gibby, of course, you're invited to come hang out with us because we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Christian metal in the post show. Sweet, I, oh yes, yes, take bring me in, boys, bring me in, Captain, I'm ready. Bring me in, Coach, I'll score a touchdown. Put, put me in, Coach. Yeah. So thank you guys uh, very, very much, Mustard. Say good night. Good night, dudes. <laughs>